0: Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Good morning. This is Dr. Brenda Shoshana returning with another episode in our podcast, Zen Wisdom for Your Everyday Life. Wisdom, teachings, practice, ways to make our everyday life our this moment, this day, as beautiful and as clear and as effective as we possibly can. And today's episode is called Don't Take the Bait. (laughs) I love that. Just plain, simple talk, straight talk. That's what Zen is basically, hopefully, straight talk, straight living, no confusion, so we know where we are and what's possible in our lives. All the confusion and mixed messages of the world, especially these days, it can really take us knock us down, take us off course, create a lot of upset and anxiety where where it's not even necessary, where it's not needed. Anyway, let's go into our talk today of let's take the bait. I think it's a wonderful concept because in a sense, we're always, all of us, taking the bait. So what is the bait and what is it that we're taking and what cost is it to us when we do this, when we take the bait. So these are very, very important questions. And I love exploring, as you know, these kinds of questions that really inform the quality of our lives. So every day, it does seem to be it's something else, either in the news or in our lives, or we get a phone call, people appear, events, <clears throat> and we may not even be expecting them. We're moving along, perhaps expecting one thing, and something else just pops up, it turns up. That is the nature of our life itself, or what we call in Zen, samsara. The constant fluctuation of phenomena, people, events, messages, occurrences, news, teachings. So we often, often happily headed along in one direction, and a huge diversion will appear and accost us. This diversion comes in many, many, many forms. They can be troubling, disturbing, worrying. Somebody could yell at us. Somebody could cut us off at the, in the highway, on the road. Or they could be very lovely, charming, delightful <laughs> diversions. Something could be beautiful. And we go right off. We go running right off with that too. Before we know it, we've taken the bait. We've become waylaid. Maybe we'll go off see something wonderful will appear. A hope, a prayer, a person, a situation. It's exciting. It's enticing. It's even seductive. And we go into fantasy. We We, we, we get involved with this. We cling on to it. We elaborate upon it. We make it something important. It's... Easier to do that when whatever comes is charming and delightful and pleasant. When it isn't, when it's disturbing, when it's confronting us, we'll get upset, we'll get resentful. But that also, we're being waylaid again. We get engaged with this negative stimuli, whether it's a person, a message, an event, whatever it is. We get engaged, we get embroiled, we react rather than respond. The mind begins churning. How am I going to handle this? How am I going to get back at them? Or how will I get that person to love me? All kinds of churning, churning, churning. Or how will I get out of here? How am I going to get out of this? (laughs) That's also getting waylaid, getting caught in, to uh, really to a snare. Before we know it, our time, our energy, and our focus is gone. We're all occupied by whatever it is that's come to our life. We've lost track of where we are, where we're going, and perhaps even of ourselves. Now, we can take the bait. The bait can last for a few minutes. It could last for a few days. It could last for 10 years. It could even last for an entire lifetime. Oh, my goodness. That's quite a big chunk of bait that we've taken. How come, why does this happen and how does it manifest? Sometimes we become lured into the reality of someone else or we become a plaything of passing events that come come by, pulled into a cause, pulled into a situation that we see on the roadside. Without thinking twice, we step in and we play the supporting character in someone else's drama, someone else's situation, losing who we are in the process. Then when it's over, many people say they feel very bereft. They feel confused. They feel upset. They've got to start all over again. I've heard that phrase so often. I have to start all over again. How did I end up here? How did this happen? And that's a very, very interesting question. It's actually a koan, a Zen koan. How did this happen? How did I end up here? That's a very beautiful teaching. If we go into it more deeply and really explore it, how did I end up here? We see that we couldn't have ended up there if we hadn't on some way lost track of ourselves, or even perhaps abandoned our own road, our own life, and our own selves. Now the question comes again, is there a way not to get caught up in this storm? (laughs) What makes us susceptible to every person, comment, or suggestion that passes by? And you know, we really see it these days. Somebody can say something rather innocently. And someone else becomes very upset by it or offended. And then we become susceptible and get very caught up in a kind of a a drama that really has nothing to do with us. The question is, why can't we let things just take place and see them for what they are? Not get caught up, but see them for what they are, which is the scenery of our lives. This is the scenery of our lives as we're passing along on the road. It's not the core, it's the passing scenery. When we can see situations like that, we don't get pulled this way and that way, like a twig in a storm. We are rooted, we're a tree rooted. And even as we move through life, our roots are there. So what is it again that keeps us so susceptible? to being blown away, caught up, taken off course, stopped. Very often people will say, I was stopped cold. I had this plan, I had this direction, or I was just going along so wonderfully and boom, I was stopped cold, thrown off course. And I would say, we have to look at, are we firmly planted in ourselves, in our lives, in our own purpose and direction, most, which not so for most, most are going along looking for something outside themselves to make them feel good, to make them feel successful, to make them feel alive, or even to feel complete. Oh, I'm not complete without that perfect love. I'm not complete without that that job that I want. If I don't get what I need and I want, well, I've failed. And that's a very dangerous attitude to take, very dangerous Because that attitude itself keeps us always looking outside of ourselves for the next thing that's coming along. (laughs) Always looking, always waiting. Then when we live that way, it's very easy to get knocked over by every temporary pleasure or pain that comes along. Very easy. We don't see that the opportunity for real joy and fulfillment in our life that is available by walking with our own feet along our own pathway that is given to us to walk. We don't have to join someone else in their pathway. We continue in our pathway. Those who are meant for us come along and we find them inevitably because they're walking on our pathway too. Rather than cling to passing excitement, we then can taste the fulfillment and the wonder. There is a wonder in this and the joy of living our own lives, being present fully for our own lives and staying the course. That's a very interesting phrase also, staying the course. It's not that we become rigid It's not that we don't see what's around us. In fact, when we view life this way, we're much more available to actually discern and to see what's real, what's meaningful, and what kind of passing experiences have come to knock us off our road. And there are many of them. But when we're just clear about who we are and what our road is and willing to be rooted in our own life and in our own responses. We see the scenery as simply scenery, and we do not allow it to derail us time and time again. Now, when we are derailed, I'm not suggesting that we blame ourselves or judge ourselves or punish ourselves. Certainly not. <clears throat> Excuse me, because everyone be- gets derailed. It's inevitable. It's inevitable. But when we look at it and experience it and acknowledge it, then we are less susceptible to it. As I do every week, I have a little exercise for you to make this into something real in your life. And here's a little exercise that you could use, perhaps, which would make this much more tangible for you. So first of all take a moment and look where is it that you're going? <laughs> it's quite a question. What is it that you want? What is it that you're direct? What is your direction is this question really? And that itself of course it can take a lifetime to answer but let's start let's ask it. Let's just be aware that we do have a direction, we do have a momentum and get in touch with what that is. And at the same time take a little look And see, how do you get knocked off your pathway? I mean, the direction could be something as simple as a diet. As simple as a desire to uh, go somewhere, work out. something very simple. Get knocked off. Want to write a book? Get knocked off. Let's take a moment to notice how our time and energy and direction get waylaid again and again. So see what it is that you are most susceptible to. Where and when do you find yourself taken over? That's quite a strong phrase, taken over. But in fact, that's what happens. We do get taken over by ideas, by people, by a momentary desire. Where do you get knocked down? Just look at it without guilt, without judgment. Just notice it. Because every time we notice it and do not respond to it and do not allow it to happen, we are withdrawing the power and energy from it. We don't have to do anything about it. Just notice it clearly. Awareness, clarity, simplicity. We're noticing it. By just noticing it and not jumping in, we're saying, no, I'm taking a moment. I'm just noticing this. What is it? By noticing it over and over again, you, as I said, you're removing the fuel and you're taking back charge of your own reactions. You're not reacting. Then you have that space in which to see whether this is something you truly want to become engaged with, whether it's something that's real, or whether it's some fleeting moment that won't be beneficial for anyone concerned. As you do this, you will also notice more strength growing day by day. You really will. You really will. You'll turn into a tree with roots, a mountain. Here I am. Here I am. That's a very powerful phrase from scripture. Here I am. I love it. So we ask, where are you? <laughs> where are you? And in doing this process, it's a way of answering that, a way of knowing that, of differentiating between what is meaningful and important, what is really worth giving our heart and soul to, and what is a fleeting snare along the way. I hate to use that word, but it seems as if they're coming up more and more these days. So we need to be more and more aware. Awareness is such a gift. It's such a treasure. More and more available to the root and the path that's meant for us. So I very much thank you for listening. It's a pleasure to talk to you, to be with you. Thank you for your emails. I really, really enjoy receiving them and I enjoy answering and keep them going because they're a treasure to me. Um, I'm planning some really wonderful new programs which will address a lot of these issues so we can really take them a step further and build a foundation in our lives that will be beneficial for us and for all concerned. So thanks again for listening. I will be at Molloy College this Sunday morning from 8.30 to 10 for a Zen talk. I'm going to elaborate on this a little bit more. And it um, be lovely. If you're out on Long Island, come on and join us. We do Zai Zen. We have a talk. It's a beautiful community, the Inesvada Zen community, um, 1000 Hempstead Avenue out in Molloy College. They're also located at other places. And... Um, That's where I usually am, giving a chat, and love to see you there too. So thanks very much for being with us today. It's really a pleasure, again, and and an honor to exchange together. You can reach me at com, And of course, our our URL for our podcast is zenwisdomtoday.com. Tune in. They're all there. And if you like this, like it on iTunes, anywhere else that you might enjoy it, that would be great. Thank you, thank you, and have a beautiful, beautiful day.